G'day. This blog post is a little different to the regular posts that I put up on Yummy Lummy. While I do mention food a little bit later on in the post, what I'm trying to do is share some of my memories from a period in October 2002. We're coming up to the anniversary of the Bali bombings that occurred on the 12th of October 2002 and most years I share a post. I did have this on my old blog and I thought it was about time that I updated it slightly and put it on the new blog at yummylummy.com. It is a difficult story. It's an awful story. It's a horrible and tragic story. But it's all true. Late in the evening, on the 12th of October in 2002, terrorists let off bombs in a nightclub in Kuta. It killed hundreds of human beings. It injured and maimed hundreds more. For us in Darwin, there were snippets on the news. We learnt a bit more from a person who was slightly injured and managed to escape on an aeroplane and got himself to our emergency department at Royal Darwin Hospital. After we learnt that, and after my best friend, Professor Len Nataris, spoke with the then Prime Minister, Mr John Howard, and the then Chief Minister of the Northern Territory of Australia, Claire Martin, and convinced them that the Royal Darwin Hospital would be in a good position to receive patients from Bali. As it turned out, it was the right decision to make, and while some patients were flown to Perth and to Royal Perth Hospital, the majority of patients were transported using Australian Defence Force air assets into Darwin. If you read the blog post, you'll read how I remember what happened over the 24 to 36 hours as we prepared, as we received, as the hospital resuscitated, brought back to life some, watched some die, and then redistributed the patients according to need, particularly those that needed to go to specialist burns units and those that needed to go to some trauma centres. Effectively, we got the majority of the patients out over the next few days and we kept many of the patients who were able to stay at Royal Darwin Hospital. In many ways, it was the best of times and the worst of times, particularly from a professional career perspective. The worst of times because so many people died, so many people were injured, so many people's lives have been affected forever. There are people who are permanently traumatised mentally and physically, people who have permanent disability, permanent disfigurement. There are also those people who were helping, who will never forget and who will always see it as an awful period in our history. It was also the best of times because and I say this very carefully, because for us at the Royal Darwin Hospital, what it demonstrated was that a small hospital 
servicing a relatively small population, but which was effectively the gateway to Asia for Australia, was in a position to take so many injured people to be able to resuscitate them and to be able to get them to definitive care in other places around the country. It really demonstrated how all of the people of Darwin and particularly the staff of Royal Darwin Hospital and I'm not just thinking about nurses, doctors, medical laboratory scientists but top of my mind and my memory are some of my colleagues who worked in administration, who worked as gardeners, who worked in the kitchen, who did other things, who were in other professional streams. While a lot of the attention went to doctors and nurses and other healthcare professionals, we shouldn't forget the other people, the other staff of the Royal Darwin Hospital who contributed so much. And then there were the people of Darwin who support the hospital. We also had quite a number of uh, other medical practitioners in Darwin at the time. We had the general practitioners of Darwin who came and helped. And the people around Australia who offered their kindness, their generosity, their prayers, their money. They sent us food. They sent us their best wishes. I received so many letters at the time. It was pretty amazing. And it just demonstrated just what a great bunch of people at Royal Darwin Hospital we had at that time. And I'm sure it's still the same now. It is a magnificent hospital. And while I'm always so proud of the training that I received at the Princess Alexandra Hospital and what was then the Royal Brisbane Hospital, my proudest professional moments occurred in the time that I can say that I was a staff specialist at Royal Darwin Hospital working in the Northern Territory of Australia. So now we remember what happened at that time. Fortunately, those terrorists who were responsible were found, they were tried, they were convicted, and punishment was meted out. And dare I say, I believe the correct punishment was meted out. If you've never heard of the Bali bombings, please read the blog post and please look up the history around the Bali bombings. The good thing is the terrorists did not win. One of the lingering and enduring results of those bombings is that under the leadership of Mr John Howard and my best friend Professor Len Nataris, we now have the National Critical Care and Trauma Response Centre we also have an enduring relationship between the medical staff of Darwin, the medical staff of Bali, the people of Darwin and the people of Bali. There is such regular communication and a real fraternal bond that is developed. And for this, we can confidently say that those terrorists lost. The loss of human life though, the loss of family, the loss of friends, that is the worst loss of all. And we must never forget. And we must do all that we can to prevent and stop terrorism in our lifetime. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for reading the blog post. Goodbye.